team, welcome back. We are now coming at you loud and in high definition. So once again, guys, uh, apologies for last week's episode. Um, Tinkering with the uh, audio equipment and the mixer, uh, it is finally working. Well, I mean, I'm finally working and getting it to do its job. It was always working. But uh, let's uh, do a recap on episode one with Scott Kelly. Um, Scotty, wow, can that man talk? Uh, Voice of an angel, almost. So for you guys that did listen, um, Scotty uh, spoke about some great things. One of the big takeaways for me uh, with Scotty was how he goes about and sets himself three tasks or goals to do every single day. And that also depends on what the day has up. So he said uh, one of the examples was he would uh, set a goal of making sure he trains as hard as he can when he would go down and do training. So uh, setting those goals and having uh, them accountable for you to achieve every day, uh, I took that away and that was uh, very, very enlightening. And also how Scotty uh, spoke about his change in direction for um, his health, wealth and happiness. Um, So how Scotty prioritizes health and then family and then wealth and saying that um, in that order, if you're able to achieve uh, maybe not a high standard, but if you're able to achieve in each one of those um, in order, then it's going to set your life up to be fantastic and so much more rewarding and filling. So it was, yeah, super great to hear from Scotty. Uh, Can't wait to get him back on as well so he can uh, talk in absolute clarity from our, our technology point of view. So yeah, can't wait to get Scotty back on. Uh, he was really great. And guys, if you haven't listened to it, please uh, battle through the average audio. There are so many gold nuggets in there. You won't be sorry, I promise. Um, on to today's episode, episode two with Jared Tomlinson. Um, Jared is he's a really great guy. Um, I've worked with Jared for a while now. We've been mates for a couple of years. Um, and I found out some really great things um, from talking with Jared. He uh, had has gone through a few health issues uh, and come out the other side to start a charity, um, which you'll hear about. I think that is absolutely amazing and testament to uh, the guy himself. Uh, and like he says, he'll he'll give you the shirt off his back. Um, maybe not his favorite shirt that he's got on, but he'll definitely find you a shirt and he'll give it to you. So, mate, this, this guy will do absolutely anything for anyone. Um, and he lives and breathes fitness. Now, I thought I was living and breathing fitness, but you wait till you hear about this guy and he is just everything fitness. That and continual education. So passing on what he's learned Um, from all of his mentors, from all his time in the industry, passing on everything that he can and making sure that he is doing his part to continue the learning for everyone. So I thought that's uh, really great of Jared. Um, And guys, make sure you listen to the end where you can go find him as well. Um, And yeah, really, you know, if you've got any questions, please go forward and find Jared um, and ask him because he is just a wealth of knowledge, that man. Uh, As always, guys, please make sure you uh, subscribe to us on the podcast app and make sure you give us a five-star rating. That'd be great. Leave a review. Tell us uh, what you thought about the episode. Um, And if you've got any suggestions for future people and uh, the likes, please leave that in there as well or get in contact with us on our many socials uh, through ATP. Alrighty, guys, really think you're going to enjoy today's uh, episode with Jared Tomlinson. So let's get it underway. Welcome team, my name is Josh Atkins and you're listening to Australia's Most Adventurous Podcast. Properly, like everything's just sorted now, but um... Oh, dude, I was fucking dirty. Hey, like, yeah. this still, it's still like really good. Like, Scotty's fucking legit as super chill. Who's that? Is it? Do you work with him? Um, he's one of my clients. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. 
So um, so you're just doing things with like different people within the industry, as in clients, members, PT stuff like that. Anyone and everyone, anyone that's essentially got a story to tell that's with like, um, you know, wellness, yeah, um, yeah. fitness, yeah, like cool. also business as well, because like yeah. you know, I think a lot of people don't understand what it takes to go out and run your own business, but at the same time, they also don't know how easy it is. Yeah, yeah. Like if you've got something that you're passionate about, and then you know, you know what it's like, yeah. man. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah so absolutely. all that kind of stuff. But cool, bro. So uh, we'll get underway. Sweet. You pumped? You feeling good? Yeah, man. You just uh, you just rock out the questions, and I'll be fine. I'll just I'll, I'm good at winging it. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Alrighty, so you don't like. I'm not going to do an intro because that happens once I go back and re-listen to it. So I'll, yeah. like, that's where I kind of introduce yourself. But if you could introduce yourself, I'd just say say who you are, what you do. You know, talk about um, anything, man. Just and do you like? What's your policies on like language? Anything? Just talk. I guess like because every everyone kind of listens to it. So yeah, as yeah. long as we're not dropping too many C's and F's, but I mean like nah, just that. normal chat. <laughs> yeah, cool. Cool, uh, man. So easy. So just introduce myself yeah, and then go. Give us an intro. Now? Yeah. I've been recording the whole time. Oh, have you? Oh, well, <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, I'm Jared Tomlinson and uh, I'm in this fitness industry. Uh, I, love, I love this thing that we do and I've, I've been it for about 15 years and for the most part, it's been combat sports that I've been involved with. Uh, love boxing, that's, that's my niche. And uh, I run professional development courses for trainers. So I'm, I'm pretty passionate about professional development, making sure that trainers aren't just winging it, that they've got the qualifications and that the education to back it up. Um, yeah, I love this thing that we do. It's, uh, it's a great industry and, and it has its flaws, but um, yeah, I'm all about trying to make it better and, and helping the trainers out and uh, helping, obviously, clients and members get their goals. Awesome, bro. Cool. And uh, let's uh, let's have a little recap on your life. Tell us, uh, tell us who Jared is. <laughs> all right. So my life. Well, I was actually born in Victoria, um, so I'm an I'm an avid AFL fan. Nice, Scotty. Uh, Scotty was big on rugby league, so it's yeah, good to get some yeah. AFL on rugby now. league. They're haters, man. They're <laughs> haters, I think. Uh, but uh, yeah, I love AFL. I mean, I love all sports. I have respect for all sports. Yep. Um, and the skill it takes to do each individual one. But uh, yeah, AFL was high on my list. So uh, yeah, I was born in Bendigo, Victoria, and then from there, family moved to Brisbane, and that was due to work commitments. And then yeah, I've I've grown up in Brisbane, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's great. Every time I go back to Melbourne, I think it's too cold. <coughs> too cold me. down there. Yeah, too cold. Yeah. Too cold in Melbourne. Man. <laughs> Brisbane weather's good. So yeah, from there, I don't even remember my childhood, but uh, I know that I've always been active. I've always been into fitness. I went to school at a place called Camp Hill. It was called that at the time. It's now White Hill College, and. Uh, it's probably a pretty rough school, to be honest. I, I Is that just like over, like, the road? Campbell? Nah, I think you're thinking State High. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I was going to go to State High, and that's actually probably one of the better schools. But uh, I wanted to follow my mates, so we went to a school that was, let's just say, self-standard. <laughs> and, uh, but I don't care. Like, I don't think uh, that really changed my outlook or changed who I am at all. Um, school was just go and hang out with my mates for me really I wasn't <laughs> got okay marks yeah it just it was just what it was got through school finished year 12 just <laughs> and then yeah went straight into fitness man went and did my cert 3 and 4 at South Bank TAFE and been there ever since uh, in various a mass amount of different roles um, business owner management, trainer. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been everywhere in fitness. And nice, bro. There's been heaps of, heaps of stuff along the way that made me better or worse. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah, I love it. That, that's like the sh a really short, quick recap on my life. I guess it sounds pretty boring from that, from that point of view. <laughs> awesome. 
All right, well, it, it, I guess going into that, you said you've always like loved fitness and stuff, so that's yeah. great. Um, what what got you into the fitness industry? And tell us about what you're doing now with your business. So, I've always played sport, in particular boxing. Um, I was pretty big on boxing from a young age. I would have been boxing when I was less than two figures old. So nice, um, and, and I've been doing it my whole life. So I love that. I had. Had a lot of fights boxing, had a lot of fights doing mixed martial arts. Uh, I've always loved it. I've always loved co- combat sport and, and something where you uh, are versing another guy, uh, same weight. It's just, uh, there's no better competition, you know. Yeah. Uh, but along the way, played AFL as well, love AFL. Pretty aggressive player, uh, always always in the middle, always, uh, always using physical strength uh, to try to... Yeah, try to win at any cost. <laughs> Pretty competitive. Uh, that's sort of like where my fitness journey started because other people wanted to be able to box as well and, and that sort of made me want to help them box. So i kind of been helping people box for 30 years, you know, like a, yeah, a okay. long time. Uh, I've been helping people box. And, and yeah, I love doing that. And it's, it's just translated um, over the years into full-blown trainer and uh, being able to integrate that skill in still but yeah for the most part probably started when I was yeah less than 10 years old just trying to help people box better my business now I still integrate boxing into what I do quite a bit but my my business now is is largely based on trainers development Uh, my target market is PTs of any sort anywhere in Australia and it's targeting them doing practical courses whether it be online or face to face um, and yeah giving them the ability to gain CEC points which is a Fitness Australia requirement to register but also certifications to allow them to build on their resume but also give them that backing um, that recognition of that learning that they've done now, for me, my business is, is sort of like just pushed into uh, massively, massively online. I obviously everybody's goal is to get that residual income, so uh, my business is now yeah pushing mainly online. But I love face to face. I do first aid and CPR courses face to face, boxing courses regularly face to face with groups with individuals. It's yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah running courses all the time and uh, for anyone in Brisbane that does need first aid or uh, CPR I'm pretty sure you're going to do the best price out there so yeah I do put it put out some pretty good prices yeah um, it's just for me it's getting them compliant making sure they yep. know what they're doing um, and making sure that the course is still obviously relative but fun uh, I've done a lot of first aid courses over the years where didn't excite me one bit. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, I'm in the exact same boat. Like, how mundane does it get? Like, yeah, yeah. The, uh, only sometimes a few things change, but you know, yeah, you can spend yeah. that CPR and first aid like an entire day. So. Yeah, well, well, I think with CPR and first aid, people are just doing it to stay compliant. They yeah. do it because their boss told them they need to do it. Yeah. Whereas, like, I kind of want to change that to one of those things where they're like, oh yeah, I got to do CPR. I'll go do it with Jared. And it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, uh, we'll get it done. It's cheap, it's easy. Uh, Fitness Australia now offers CEC points for first aid CPR, which is really, really cool, really good for me. When did that come in? I think it's it's only been around for probably about a month. Yeah, oh, oh wow, so very recent. Very recent, yeah. But you have to register the course with Fitness Australia, so of course it'll, there'll be another level of of payment and registration that is, you'll have to make sure you get. Is that done by you or by the? the individual that does the course looking to get the registration no I have to do that oh, okay, right. I get gotcha. it all gotcha, sorted gotcha. out and registered with Fitness Australia that then allows me to market it as a CEC based course gotcha so yeah it's it's a good change yeah I just have to figure out how I'm going to integrate it into right. CEC points now yeah <laughs> fair enough okay man um, and cool so what I also want to talk about like so or actually what I want to do is give you a wrap as well so before we actually became mates and started working together um, I did Jared's boxing and kettlebell course jeez uh, that would well, have been right. four, yeah, four yeah. years ago now yeah, I did that and look for anyone look, you don't have to be a trainer to do these if you want to get 
better technically in boxing or um, or kettlebells as well. So learning how to, to do everything, I would highly recommend the course. It's also fun. Uh, and it, it is it is practical. Like so, I know it was uh, myself and a couple other mates from when we were at the RTO uh, that we went through. Um, so where well, PT school for everyone else. Uh, we all because I, th- I think we got your contact details from the RTO and yeah, we got yeah. in contact with you and you gave everyone a pretty good deal and we made a day of it and it was it was pretty good. We all got a solid workout in as well. Um, so yeah, for anyone that obviously is looking to further increase their their knowledge base and skill set or for people that aren't necessarily PTs but you know they're, they're on the fitter side and they want to learn some technical aspects um, over, over a day course like I would definitely I'd highly recommend it yeah um, it's, it's really it, the good thing about the courses is you could almost look at it as a really long PT session yeah um, you're learning stuff you're learning the technical skills you're getting certifications if you're a PT. You're getting CC points if you're a PT. But you're also getting a, a legit boxing workout, something that's relative to what you might have to teach somebody. Uh, and even if you're not a PT, it's just a long, solid PT session. Yeah. So, Are you still doing it at the same place that we did it last? I vary my I locations. Um, I generally do it at my gym, Gamebred Combat Academy, um, up at Eagle Farm. Yeah, that's where I did it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, vary my location. So I actually find myself going to gyms a lot more. Um, I've got courses next week where I'm going to go up to I Feel Good uh, Fitness and do a course for ten people up there. You know, I've I've been to Snap, been to Anytime, Good Life many times. Yeah, it, it, it varies, um, and I actually like going to them. It makes the convenience of it really really easy. It gets me into other gyms. Um, I like to to expand myself out into the uh, industry as much as I can. So yeah, it, it works really well to vary my locations. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then I do have a venue as well. So it just, just depends on what the individual, the group wants. Yeah. Um, can make it very, very convenient, to be honest. Well, yeah, when, when we did it at, at the gym that you do it at over at Eagle Farm, it was awesome because we all got to go and like, take turns going in the boxing ring, holding yeah, pads yeah. and There's using it. So yeah, it's, I, it's I've, never, I've never been in an actual boxing ring to fight, but it was... <laughs> close enough like holding pads in there like yeah time to throw it down and that's where the authentic feel comes you know like it actually does feel authentic definitely <laughs> and I think it's important as well like if, if, if there are any uh, PTs that are interested in doing this that haven't done it it gives you that spatial awareness when you're in the ring so you know how much space Absolutely. you've got to work with when you're working with a client if you're in a facility facility like I am where we are blessed with space but if you're not as well like you learn how to keep everything tight and uh, together which is also important yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. All right, so what I'd like to touch on now is just, uh, I guess, your your fighting career and, and what you've done. So I know, I know, like you're you're under contract and everything, so we can mention yeah. certain things and not. But yeah, whatever you can, like, love to hear about that. Yeah, it's. Um, I've had the privilege of having many boxing fights, um, kickboxing fights, wrestling matches, and mixed martial arts fights. Um, had the privilege of making some money doing it I haven't got my ass kicked too badly <laughs> I have yeah actually sorry I have plenty of times <laughs> usually at training though um, all my training partners were whooping me more than anyone else the fight, <laughs> the fight itself is not very long it's pretty easy it's pretty quick um, people get nervous they don't know if it's the best or the worst thing they've ever done it's kind of like skydiving in that in that respect but uh, yeah I think for me it's given me a confidence in my life that's sort of unmatched. You know what I mean? You can't really get... There's, there's no feeling like fighting someone. And, and even there's no respect you can have more for someone until you've fought them. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. afterwards, the amount of respect shown by your opponent, for the most part, not always, sometimes people hate, uh, but almost every time I've ever fought someone we've had a beer together after the fight yep. like there's just a certain amount of respect and, and when you're in the ring it's business but when you're out everyone we're just people and uh, it's, it's good fun having a chat to them and saying oh you gave me you gave me a hiding that time or you gave me a clip around the ear it's, it's actually really cool um, and it's different and not everyone has the the balls to do it it's, it's I have respect for anyone even if they get smashed jumping in the ring uh, you got to have respect because it's not easy, especially at first. Yeah, I was, I was really lucky. I've had heaps of fights, heaps of fights, and 
How many? Because it's it's been a lot. Like your amateur fights. Amateur hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds. I don't, I'm not exactly sure to be honest, but a lot, a lot. Um, MMA, I would add 20, 20 something. Um, kickboxing. I don't know, man. You know, we, we lose track of these things. Yeah. You get punched in the head, you, you, you lose track. <laughs> um, but yeah, for the most part, if I was to guess, it it's in the hundreds. It's yeah, in the hundreds. Wow. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's great. Would I recommend fighting? No, if it's not something that you're interested in doing, there's no point. There's no point trying to do it because uh, it's a hard sport. It's a lonely sport, and even though you do have a team behind you and you get to practice lots of different skills and you want to test your skills, it is still a tough sport and there are a lot of injuries. But uh, if it's something you want to do, get amongst it. There's no feeling like it. You know Definitely, I mean? it is different, a different uh, sensation to get in that ring. There's, there's no nerves like it. Everybody thinks they're fighting the devil the first time. It ends up just being a guy or a girl just like you. So, yeah, it's 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 been a good a good career, but uh, yeah, I think it's it's almost a wrap. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, right. So it's getting close. <laughs> yeah, I've got another baby on the way. I've got a little boy that's three and another baby on the way. So you do start to figure out what's important and. Um, and yeah, getting punched doesn't fit into that equation for me <laughs> currently. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I've got, I've, I might have a couple left in me. We'll see. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice, awesome, man. Okay, and so uh, what I want to touch on next is, I guess, um, some of the the setbacks, and because you've had have had this long fighting career, so what have been some of the setbacks or, or injuries that you've sustained over the time? Like, has there been anything uh, pretty serious? A lot of injuries, but. If I'm perfectly honest, I got more injuries playing footy than fighting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think fighting is a really controlled combat. Yeah. Football, you can get hit from the side, you can get hit from in front, you can get hit from behind. Uh, love both sports, but I, I found the injury rate to be higher playing football. Fighting, I've, I've, uh, I've had a minor skull fracture. I've had broken ribs and broken nose. I think all of the ones that are just pretty common yeah. um, amongst people that have been involved in combat sport. Uh, lots of cuts and bruises, but yeah, f- footy, injuries that are a lot more prolonged. Uh, sh- my shoulder still isn't great after putting on a hit in football. Yeah, I put the hit on. I didn't get <laughs> hit. I put the hit on and I hurt myself. Bounce back off. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't take my jersey. I had to cut it off. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a grade four dislocation. Um, and for anyone that's familiar with that, it's it means that your clavicle has separated from your chromium process and it's dislodged. And it's ended up putting itself right in behind the scap rather than in front. So it's deformed. It's uh, it's not seriously noticeable, but it's it's something that I'll probably have to get fixed one day. Right. Um, so yeah, the knee, the knees and the shoulders in footy were the biggest setbacks. But um, fighting, it was mainly just soreness, <laughs> cuts and bruises, and soreness. You know, uh, it was never that bad because it's a very controlled combat. Um, you know the punches are coming. You got you got every opportunity to block them yep. or get out of the way. Not always doesn't always happen that way but uh yeah the biggest setback for me i was i was ill in 2008 i had a quite a serious illness um where i had to go through chemotherapy was i had acute myeloid leukemia which is something that you know i don't really talk about a lot because the main reason i don't is probably because i saw some people in the hospital that had a hell of a lot worse than me mine mine was never life-threatening unless i stopped treatment Right. So there were people in there that were on their deathbed or, you know, really, really pushing to stay alive. So I think that kind of humbled me a little bit. I was bitter at first, don't get me wrong. Definitely, yeah. I was yeah, bitter at first. Because <laughs> uh, I was, what, what, 2008, 10 years ago, I was 22. Yeah. So I was bitter. I was pissed. I was like, hey, why is this happening to me? And then I saw this little kid. I'll never forget it. I went to the hospital and I saw this kid who was getting a bone marrow biopsy. They stick a big ass needle right to the middle of your lower back. Far out. And um, I actually knew this kid. I'd been in the ward with him and, and we'd, we'd played video games. And back then, what was the video game? It was Banjo, Banjo-Kazooie. 
Remember that oh, game? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's a great game. <laughs> well, well that, that would have been like PlayStation 2, 1 or 2, or Mate, something like that. They had an old system, and it had a, a mod chip in it that allowed you to play some pretty cool old school games. But anyway, we were playing Banjo <laughs> and Kazooie. Anyway, so I went to, to the ward when this kid was getting his uh, bone marrow biopsy, and he's getting what I would probably consider to be one of the most painful treatments ever. And you know what he said to me? He looked at me, tears in his eyes, and he goes, after this, can we play Banjo-Kazooie? Oh, no way. I'm like, bro, you're, you're tough, eh? Oh. <laughs> he didn't care about the bone marrow biopsy. He just wanted to play games. So, I mean, that made me just shut up, take a step back and say, shit, I don't have it that bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, wow. It was a setback, yes. And I was a mess for a good eight months. But I was never in a position where I wasn't capable of still living my life probably to a lesser extent than I normally do. Yeah. But yeah, it's there was a certain amount of bitterness at first and, and then it became humbleness because yep. is that a word? Humbleness? Humble let's became roll humble. with it. Yeah, let's roll with it. Humbleness <laughs> after seeing this kid and, yeah. and what some other people go through. Um, families what families go through, man. Your kids on you know, on their deathbed. It's that ain't cool. Yeah. Ain't cool. So massive setback for me. Yeah. Annoying, but nothing compared to what it could have been yeah and now during that time going through chemo you were still training as well to a limited capacity right yeah i, I was uh when i first was diagnosed i actually had a fight just before i was diagnosed um, Shit. and the reason why i was um, diagnosed is because i had a cut that wouldn't stop bleeding i found myself really tired all the time and I thought this cut's not stopping, uh, the cut's not stopping bleeding, so yeah. I better go get it stitched up. And it was quite a minor cut. And yeah, I went there and told them some of the symptoms that I'd been going through. And I put it down to fatigue because I had a flight. Yeah, where was the cut on the face? It was on my nose, just under my nose. Okay. Yeah, and uh, ended up, yeah, ended up finding out that way. Got a blood test and ended up finding out that way. Got referred to a specialist, and yeah, that's how it all happened but um, I ended up yeah, actually having a fight while I was ill I just didn't know I was ill yet so it was kind of it's kind of cool that I got one last one in before yeah, I had to go yeah, through the treatment but yeah I was training and I was doing some some PT as well yep uh, but yeah I couldn't be I wasn't able to fight I wasn't able to train yep. like spar um, yeah it wouldn't have been a, I wouldn't have been able to even if I wanted to so yeah, that was that was my biggest setback um, for for a year. I'd say oh, okay, so that, probably, that was was that like the time of chemo? Was a year? Yeah, no, eight months I had chemo for. Okay, yeah, and then there was an, it, a couple more months after that where it sticks in your system. Yeah, and well, actually, it's a couple of years that it sticks in your system. But right. I just I was probably a bit too stubborn to not train. I was just like, nah, I got to do it. Got yep. in there, got amongst it. I mean, you get bored. You really do get bored. Do you feel like that was good, good for mental state, just getting in and training and like being able to kind of focus yeah, on something absolutely, other than absolutely. illness? Uh, and I think as well, I think training and fitness in general is like super important when it comes to your health, obviously, but if you're going through a condition like that, um, any sort of chronic or acute disease, training is like something that can really help you recover. Um, I run a charity called the Cancer Conquerors, I have a bunch of women that train with me that have been through or are going through um, various forms of cancer and and their transformation from day dot to, to now is just crazy. They're, they're putting out gymnastic strength moves that, that normal people can't put out on their best days. So um, I suppose that's that was like my way of giving back and, and uh, it's something that I'm passionate about. And I still roll with that group every week on a Saturday morning. But yeah, to see the transformation and, and, and to have that social group where they can come in and they can lean on each other, it's massive. It's massive. And I know people feel like absolute shit. They feel terrible, right? They're going through chemo. They feel sick all the time. They've probably got some sort of hair loss. Uh, but you know what? Get in there. Do some fitness because it helps. It helps. There are, there are studies. There are research studies at the moment that are going around uh, that, that show how important it is to try to maintain that sort of lifestyle. So yeah, I've found it to be something that people might even say has saved their life. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. Well, definitely. Like, I'm, I'm a firm believer of 
and, and I, I can't obviously not speaking from experience but being able to uh, focus your energy into something other than uh, I, I guess a sense of pity or, yeah, or like absolutely. feeling sorry for yourself because of the state you're in so that, um, that ability to be able to go somewhere and train and focus on something positive and achieve something at the end of the day like it, surely it's got to have great uh, effects for your mental well-being and then yeah, yeah. that will be a flow on for recovery as well one not, would hope not to mention these women they all they all rock up they're all awesome awesome chicks right they all rock up and they lean on each other that's the biggest thing like training is incidental that's fun we, we hang out we train they lean on each other and they use each other as a support network and there's not many groups out there where all sorts of cancer uh, patients can come together. Yeah, it's like the Leukemia Foundation yeah. focuses on focuses on leukemia and, and breast, breast cancer. Breast cancer focuses on breast cancer. Uh, this this uh, this thing that I do is is various forms of cancer, and they all come together and, and they have that common thing, and they lean on each other, and, and families are welcome to come along, and all of our kids are friends, and awesome. it's just it's just a really good network for them uh, of support and. You know, we, we, we sort of go through all the different things together, which is, I would say, probably what's been the best, the best outcome. The whole thing is just having that support, that support network. Yeah, that's fantastic. And how, how long have you said you've been running the, that charity now for? Or uh, how long has it been up and running? The Cancer Conquerors group has been going for about two years, okay. I believe. Before that, it was called another, it was a, a different program, and it's it's evolved into the Cancer Conquerors. Right, okay. Um, so, the Benevolency program has been running for about five or six years. Right. But the Cancer Conquerors, which is mine, and, and, and which is something that um, I've grown with these women um, and their families, has been around for about two years. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, okay, so we've just touched on some setbacks and uh, something great that's evolved from that, which is uh, the charity that you work with and uh, where you are today now. What would be some of your most major successes? In the fitness industry? Um, and life? Yeah, okay, it's good question. I mean, I base my success on a week-to-week basis, you know what I mean? So, okay, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to try and achieve some successes this week, and then next week I want to achieve some successes. I mean, people say the obvious things, like, you know, when you got married, when you had your first kid. I mean, uh, my kid is the man. Yeah. I love him, you know, he's <laughs> awesome. He, is, is he an awesome accomplishment? Yeah, he's, he's the big dog, man. I love that guy. But as far as my own personal accomplishments, I would say being able to start my own business, run it by myself and grow it to a self-sufficient point has been like a massive thing for me and my family. Uh, being able to lean on that and, and, and use that as a stepping stone to get to know so many different trainers and have a really massive network in the industry has been something that has been incredible for me really like that I make friends doing it like uh, I'd say you're a long time friend now yeah I mean we're not that old but you know <laughs> you know what I mean yeah like, yeah uh, I met you doing a course and then I worked with you and yeah now we're mates so it's it's been like that in this industry for me and it's, it's been a way to meet new people and, and have, you know have that really solid foundation where I can walk into any gym and see people I know and, and be able to stop and have a really good chat with them find out where they're at so I think from a business point of view and from a fitness point of view that's definitely got to be it yeah for sure that's awesome so networking one of your biggest yeah, successes yeah. ability just, to network yeah being in the industry and just being out there and getting amongst it and that all came from just starting my business and, and I actually originally started my business out of spite I did a course <laughs> did a course <laughs> that wasn't that great um, oh, it was terrible I'm do, not you wanna, name, do you want to? Oh, you don't no, want to name, name drop? Okay. Names. I don't want to name drop. Fitness industry is too small to be name dropping. But yeah, I did okay. a course. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. And uh, from there, I actually just thought I could do the course better than they did the course. So I started to develop the program and eventually got it approved. And the rest is history. I've, I've, I've now got eight different courses: CPR, first aid, uh, 
yeah, I've got a bunch of different courses that I love doing. Um, not just courses that are there for making money. Courses that I actually really enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, I've got a calisthenics course now, which is doing gymnastic style. Oh, mate, your workouts. handstands over the last year <laughs> have insane. So I'll get you to mention your uh, your, fa- your Instagram and all that uh, at the end. But tell you what, guys, if you go on there and check out Jared doing handstands, it's extremely motivational. And that it pretty much went from you just like stretching out your forearms and doing that forearm yeah. wall push up thing um, that we used to do. Like we'd I'd, we'd come into the gym and you'd do that, yeah. and then it's just progressed into. Yeah, so you've probably insanity. We've, prob- we've probably known each other. You've probably we've been mates probably since I started doing handstands. Yeah, right from and the doing start. Doing gymnastics training. Yeah, so you've seen the evolution. And, yeah, and the good, the best thing about it, the thing that I like most about it is, and this is for everyone listening, anybody can do it. It is actually not genetic based at all. It is literally just do you have the time and the effort to put into doing it? Yeah. Uh, because if you do it. I mean, obviously, I'd recommend getting an online program or, or doing a one-on-one with somebody that knows what they're doing. Uh, it's going to help you progress a lot quicker. But I did. I started an online program uh, with a place called Gymnastics Bodies, which has been awesome. Uh, and it literally took me back to basics, like Josh said, wall wrist push-ups. <laughs> like, nothing to it. But now, I'm at that point where I can do some really cool stuff. So, man, it's, it's not genetic-based. It's just, do you have the time and... Are you willing to put in the effort? Consistency, that's yeah, 100% it. And that's the gymnastics philosophy is consistency before intensity. Yeah. And it's worked for me. And now it's fucking intense. Yeah. Now, what you do, it's, it's awesome. and, and now I'm at the point where I'm just trying to do really cool moves. You know what I mean? I can do a handstand. I can do a handstand no matter what. Every nine out of 10 times I'm dropping handstands for as long as I want. Now I'm trying to do press handstands and straddle handstands, just all sorts of different stuff. So yeah, there's so many levels and, and, and platforms to it that you can just, it's never ending. It's never ending goal. That's so cool. It is so cool to see as well, to watch it all happen. Um, all right, mate, so what I want to know now is what what do you do to set an example? So this can be for the community, seeing as you do have a pretty large network, but also for Lucas, and have you got a name for number two yet? It's kind of under wraps. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my sister-in-law, my two sisters-in-law, are both pregnant at the same time as my missus. So we're actually, we actually have a really good uh, inkling that they're going to steal our name. Oh, um, I'm not going to name drop it. Because are they? Are they due first? One of them is due before my missus, and the other one is due just after. But it's all oh. within. It's all within a month. So. We don't want to name drop just in case we give them ideas. Yes, we do have a second name, a name for for this for our next child that is going to be a girl. Um, but I'm not putting any ideas out there. Yeah, okay. Just yet. Fair enough. Just right. yet. But uh, yeah, how do I set an example? Well, I like to think I, uh, I have good advocacy and I practice what I preach. That's that's number one thing. Like I've always seen that as like one of the number one rules as PT is advocacy. Uh, absolutely zero point taking your clients through things you haven't done yourself. Zero point teaching a lifestyle if you don't live it. Uh, so I think, and I live it, I live it. And I know you live it as well. We, yep. We're always talking soreness and, and uh, <laughs> nutrition and training and what, what, what the hell did you do today? How much yeah. did you deadlift today? Whatever. It's, uh, it's somewhere, you know, I truly believe that you've got to be living it. Otherwise, you're not going to last long in the industry. So setting an example through advocacy is is big for me, and you know that that filters into my my family. Like I want my little man Lucas to. I don't want him to learn via me telling him. I want him to learn via him him seeing me. Yeah. And, and seeing what I do and, and yeah, learning from that. So uh, that would be that would be one way that I set an example. I think. I set an example as a leader in the industry by doing things like my Cancer Conquerors program. And Josh, I don't do that to gain recognition. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's not done to gain recognition. It's done, it is something that's close to me and 
and I'm passionate about it, but I'm setting an example incidentally because I'm just doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? One of my favorite, one of my favorite quotes is uh, "Ain't nothing to it but to do it" by Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yep, uh, he's a, he's a clever man, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just I truly believe in that. You just got to do it. If you it, like, people have all sorts of intricate goals. Just do it. Like, literally, just get out there. And I'm, I'm quoting Nike as well. Yeah. Just do it. Like, I think yeah, I set an example by just getting out there and doing it. And, and I don't think. I ever thought I'd be running a charity program or a benevolency program, but I am. So, yeah, it's it's probably one way that I set an example. Yeah, I, it's a hard question, eh? Like, uh, how do you set? An it example? makes you, yeah, it makes you think. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to think I'm just willing to help people. Um, like, I'll give you the shirt off my back if that's what if that's what you need. Not this shirt. It's this was an expensive shirt. Right? <laughs> a shirt. Yeah, I'll give you a shirt. <laughs> If I've got one in my bag, if I've got a spare one, I'll give it to you. Might, might be used, but <laughs> at least you got something. No, yeah, advocacy and and the ability to get out there and do things and help people. And it, I think one of the most important things is not expecting anything in return. Uh, you know, people do charity and, and benevolency programs nowadays to get recognition or feel better about themselves. I don't care about recognition at all and it makes me feel better about myself but the reason it makes me feel better about myself is because it's helping other people feel better about themselves yeah definitely it's a byproduct yeah it's a byproduct of of that and um, yeah that's probably all I got that's no that's that's (laughs) awesome does that answer it yeah definitely oh man and I'll I'll back you 100% you do practice what you preach like every time we have a chat like and I mean like you know everything's so socially aware with um, Instagram and all that now so we see into everyone's lives and you're definitely always putting up stuff and you're practicing what you preach and make great physique and everything as well like <laughs> oh, thank you. I mean like you look at me when I came back from the States mate blew out <laughs> just eating hamburgers 24-7 mate but, you're on holidays you got yeah, to let yourself okay, go mate. three weeks if you haven't let yourself punishment. go then you just haven't done the States right <laughs> definitely right? That's, that's the thing right Go over there, you gotta, you gotta get on the drink. Oh man, I had to have every single burger that they had to offer. Yeah. Like, oh, and then taco like, bell. double it up, all of it. Yeah. Oh, taco Popeyes. Bell. Man, that was. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, I want to go back to the states. Oh, so bad, <laughs> mate. So, uh, what's what's coming up? What are you what are you planning to do? So, uh, I guess in the fight scene, because you've you've still you still got a, a couple couple fights contracted. Is that right? Yeah. I do, which can be relinquished if I want it to be. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I'm going to have my second child and assess from there. It's, it's not going to be easy with two at home. Um, yeah. I mean, I, it's hard to know what to expect. It was tough with one, but I always loved it. And I always thought it was awesome with Lucas. He's, he's a good kid. Um, Let's just say, watch this space on that yeah. question. It's it's hard for me to answer at this point. We'll see. I wanna I wanna definitely get in the ring again. Not not necessarily the cage. Again, okay. If right. that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, watch this space. Okay. Awesome. And uh, what about business? How um you didn't tell us the name of your business either. It's further your fitness. Yep. One word. Further your fitness. Dot com. Dot au. If you want to get on the website and check it out. Right now with business, I am increasing the CEC points on all of my courses. Um, we currently offer 19 CEC points. By the end of the month, we'll offer double that, at least probably four, nice. up to 40 CEC points. Um, so yeah, that's that's in the works at the moment. We're adding two new courses currently, an advanced calisthenics and a handstand course. Yeah. Um, for PTs wanting to either teach or learn how to do those modalities, uh, in particular, Handstands is going to be a big one for us because it's something I do and love and I want uh, people to realize that it's actually very doable even if it looks hard and they don't think they can do it it's very doable I'm going to put all the foundation exercises in there so that they know what they need to do to progress up to it there's no way you can just do a handstand and if you can all the power to you yeah. but uh, it's not that easy to do it and hold it at will so I want them to be able to go through the basics and work their way up because that's the way I did it. It's it's not there's no you know crazy genetic <laughs> solution. Yeah. It is I started easy 
and now work my way up to the hard ones. Um, so yeah, I'll be working on that course really hard uh, at the moment. When it comes to business, I'll be continuing to do what I do. I wanna get out in the industry as much as I can. Um, I'll be branching out a lot more in Melbourne and Sydney now. Okay. It's looking like I've got a trainer set up in Sydney to run boxing courses for me and in Melbourne to nice. run boxing, kettlebell, and suspension training. So um, it'll be more of a national project for the rest of 2019. Perfect. Uh, first aid and CPR will be going strong. Uh, We'll be trying to put out a thousand. I'll be trying to put out a thousand courses this year. First aid CPR. I need to hire someone to do that. I can't do a thousand courses myself, but it's uh, it's it's going strong at the moment. So I think it'll be it's a really viable goal to hit that. Nice. Yeah. So we'll be running courses, more CEC points, more certifications, more upskilling. That's that's the goal for 2019. Lovely. Yeah. You can never get enough upskilling. Awesome, mate. And. Um what, what I want to touch on now is just some of the major learnings that you've had over life. So, I mean, you've already touched on some like um, being humbled by your experience when you were crook, but uh, are there any other major, I guess, life learnings that you've had that you'd like to impart on to everyone? Life learnings? Probably, and it's going to sound bad, but as a kid growing up, I had a pretty, I was, uh, I was a naughty kid. I was a naughty kid, man. Yeah, yeah. Just laughing at me right now. Just saying that, guys. Uh, but uh, I was a naughty kid. I mean, I'm probably still a bit cheeky now. But coming up, I got myself in plenty of trouble. And I actually think that was the best thing for me. Like, looking back, yeah, I got in a stack of trouble, got in legal trouble, did a lot of things that probably weren't smart at the time and, and weren't great. But I reckon I learned more doing that than the good stuff I was doing to be honest learnt lessons the hard way and I reckon if I was a really good kid I wouldn't be where I am now probably be in a higher paying job doing something like that nah, nah, <laughs> probably corporate. a doctor or yeah I just uh, premier Queensland <laughs> now yeah I, I reckon that I learnt more lessons from being naughty than being good right sounds bad I know but yeah, I, I found that that was actually a really good learning experience coming from an upbringing where I was, yeah, a bit out there, probably, I mean, I don't, it wasn't diagnosed back then, but I probably had a bit of attention deficit disorder on paper. Um, and yeah, I reckon that helped me to find ways to settle myself. Fitness was definitely my, probably my biggest outlet. Um, I would box, um, go to the gym, and that would help me to just relax. There's, there's uh, nothing but you and the iron or nothing but you and the bag or nothing but you and another guy across from you. So it just took my mind off everything else and yeah, allowed me to use that as an outlet and, and harness a skill at the same time. So probably, yeah, just just having a bit of a trouble, a troubled uh, coming up was probably, yeah, probably something that helped me learn a lot. Obviously getting sick in my prime, was <laughs> learnt a lot there because I was bitter at first, like I said, and then yeah, things changed, the more I saw, so I don't know, we all go through different different experiences that, that help us to learn different things, but mine were probably more negative experiences, to be honest, and, yeah. and it actually ended up being good. Like I know it's a bit cliche to say you wouldn't change anything. I, I would change things. I would change things. But definitely um, invest in Google, invest yeah, in Apple. Yeah, absolutely. Like, heaps of things I'd change. <laughs> Put more money on the horses. If yeah. I, uh, well, if I can't be diva. I would have hit her three years in a row. <laughs> now look, yeah, I just think there are obviously things that everyone would change. Some people say they wouldn't. They're probably lying. Uh, but all the things, nonetheless, have helped me to learn uh, and be and be a fitness man. So. Yeah, that's probably it. Nice, man. Cool. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna run through our wrap up questions now. There's uh, six of them. Cool. So, um, what is a, a typical morning or routine or something you do every single day? All right. Well, other than training, training. it's gym. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's that's the one thing that I can tell you I do most days. Um, and when I say gym, I mean I mean training in general. It's not always at the gym. I, I like to road ride quite a bit. I like to run. Well, I don't like to run, but I do run. <laughs> um, I've been swimming a lot. 
I have every intention of doing a triathlon if I can get my swim a little bit stronger at some point. Get the floaties off. Yeah, I gotta get yeah get the get the flippers off. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's training. That's definitely something that's just a part of my everyday schedule, and it should be for everyone. It should be part of your lifestyle, not not a chore or not something you have to fit in. It it should be something that everything else is worked around, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but yeah, if we're talking after the gym it would be smoothie and then soda stream i'm on the soda stream oh okay i've been smashing a soda stream staying hydrated you know, yeah yeah but uh smashing a soda stream and then getting on the computer and i'll probably watch about four or five youtube videos before i start anything okay. <laughs> any, any work so well, that, that's what kind of order. youtube videos uh, well, you know the you know the world of YouTube. Yeah, it yeah. spirals out of control. You see, <laughs> you see, tiger versus rhinoceros in a fight, and yeah. you're like, I'm clicking that. What <laughs> so, happens there? And then all of a sudden, you're learning about the flat Earth theory. Yeah. <laughs> it's, usually, I watch boxing or mixed martial arts videos. Yeah. Um, so I'm obviously following the the boxing world and the UFC quite <laughs> quite diligently, and and uh, yeah, I watch videos highlights stuff like that but yeah it could be it can spiral out of control on youtube you know how it is so yeah uh, yesterday i watched a video shark versus shark it was awesome what like different the species shark one yeah it was <laughs> it was uh great white versus uh, uh, i can't even remember but it was two sharks fighting and it was it was glorious oh like that it was real like yeah. two sharks. Yeah, two sharks. Did the great white win? Yeah, the great white. Yeah, I was going to say great white. Some of those ones off South Africa get massive. Yeah, man. Yeah, when we were in South Africa, you don't even realise how how big the sharks are. We only saw juveniles, and they were seven meters long. So it's yuck. It's hectic, eh? It's hectic. But yeah, it, yeah, I, I, uh, that'd be my order. Gym. I do some mobility and stretching every day. Yeah, do that. Go home. Smoothie. A protein smoothie. Soda stream. YouTube videos work in that order. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Um, what has to be your favorite pastime activity? What do you like doing that isn't gym? Uh, that isn't gym? Yeah. <laughs> Good. You, you cleared that up for me. Yeah. Um, I try to take my little boy, Lucas, who's three years old yesterday, uh, to the park every day. Okay. Whether we go scooting, he just got a new bike yesterday nice. for his birthday, so we'll go riding, go on the playground, do some climbing. He loves hanging. He loves just like hanging off bars and seeing how long he can hang for, which is kind of cool. Like, yeah. I've got him starting his fitness journey early. Yeah, get that dead hang up. Um, yeah, that's it. Shoulders, strong shoulders, strong wrists. Um, so yeah, it's, it's doing something with him. I, I don't like staying in the house with him. Uh, yeah. I try to get him out as much as you can. And he's, he's an active kid. He loves getting out and getting amongst it. So yeah, it'd be it'd be that. That's definitely something that I want to do every day. I, I want to endeavour to do something with him every day, which is that it's fun. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that'd be the one. That'd nice, be the one. Mate. Right. What do you feel has been? Or what? Sorry, I always say what. Who do you feel <laughs> um, has had the biggest impact in your life, and why? This can be family, a celebrity, like. I don't know, someone like The Rock or Arnie. Well, uh, it can be I like anyone. both, The Rock yeah. and Arnie. I feel like The Rock makes any movie better, yeah. even if it's a terrible movie. Did you watch him in some of his early stuff, like right out of wrestling? Yeah, yeah. I Welcome to the Jungle. Did you yeah. watch that? Oh, that, that was a cracker. Great movie. First 10 minutes where he fights all those footy players. Yeah. <laughs> Great scene. And then in the jungle when he fights all those little ninjas. <laughs> Great movie. I'm watching that this weekend. Um, <laughs> now, nobody famous. Um, I mean, you look up to people that you are fan, a fan of. Yeah. So obviously, like, I'm a fan of a lot of different martial artists. I'm a fan of a lot of different athletes. Um, there are certain people that have influence on your life as far as, like, being a fan of them goes. But... Who's influenced me? Well, I actually met my missus like a couple of weeks before I was diagnosed with leukemia. Right. So she's, she hung around despite this face and despite me being ill, she hung around. So, yeah, 
is she an influence? No, but she's awesome. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not many chicks hanging around when that stuff's going on. Yeah. So she could have just up and left and it would have been for you and just met. So it's, it's a tough thing for a family to go through. But um, yeah, it ended up being something that probably made us better and stronger. And yeah, she's she's always been there and she supports me. And she's I'm an ideas man. And she's probably the one that like brings all my ideas back down to earth. Right, okay. Uh, like I say, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm doing it. That's it. It's done. But she'll be like, what about this? <laughs> what about that? She'll she'll bring up all the things that bug me. <laughs> you know, it's, but it's, it's real, you know? It's funny you mention that because I was listening to a podcast last night and they were going through and saying that there are always two types of people. There's always someone that can see the finish line and there's someone that can see the entire race. Yeah. But you can never see both. So you're yeah, either right. essentially the ideas person or you're the... I want to say executioner, but I don't think that's going to be right because yeah, like, yeah. straight away I think of someone killing someone. But you're, you're either someone that's going to you're someone that's going to have the grand idea, or you're someone that's going to be able to execute and be able to see uh, like every step through. But yeah, you can yeah. never possess both. Yeah, so I yeah. think having that in exactly a relationship is great. Exactly the relationship, hey. Like I, see, I, I'm I don't just see the finish line. I'm waiting there. That's uh, <laughs> I'm ready for it. it. I want it now. And and. Yeah, she comes up with all the financial issues that might be involved in that idea or, or all the things that could be potential setbacks. And I hate it, but it's necessary. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd just blow all my money and, and put it into something. Timeshare funds? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows if she wasn't there? So I'm going to put her down okay. as, as the one, mainly just because she's Awesome. You want to give a shout out? Yeah, I'll give a shout out. She might not listen to this, but if she does, she better. Yeah, she, yeah, that's right. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Um, what's been the the biggest obstacle that you faced? Now I know you've touched on this just with like so getting sick and stuff, but are there any other obstacles that have been, you know, quite large that you'd like to give mention to that you think you've worked through and overcome, or haven't mm. touched on it? probably touched on them to be honest yeah. I mean, nothing that's significant no, yeah. there's no obstacles that are significant I'm, I'm a logical logical guy everything everything can be fixed just, just find a way to fix it you know what I mean yeah um, so yeah uh, nah I got to go back to being, being crook that was that was the only like when someone says obstacle that's the first thing that comes to my head just because it's the biggest yeah. um, thing that I can think of at the time um but then in saying that, you know, like, that probably helped me to be right here, right now. So, obstacle at the time, yes, but probably now looking back, I learned heaps and met heaps of people doing that. Now I have this benevolency program that I run, so it's been a blessing in disguise, a bittersweet blessing, so. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I'm, I'm just glad that, you know, you were able to go through the shit and then come out and try and help Thanks, other people bro. to get through. Like, it's pretty admirable, I think. Like, a lot of people would either, you know, go into that pit of despair and self-misery or they'd come out the other end and go, well, I've been through it now and kind of dust their hands of it. So it's great what yeah, you've done, well, I think. Yeah, well, I've dusted my hands of it. <laughs> it better not come back because if it comes back, I'm going to be real bitter. But, yeah, uh, no. oh, but, but you, you know what I mean. I know, like, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's actually, it's been good. Um, really good meeting all these ladies that train with me and, and being able to integrate all our families. It's It's been it's been a good thing. So yeah. uh, I can't really, I can, it's an obstacle, but I can't really knock it happening because it's, it's ended up being something that ended up positive. Awesome. What's, uh, what's been your biggest point of view change or change of opinion recently? Oh, mate, I don't know. Biggest point of view change. Yeah, mate, I don't know, and This can be anything. This can be fitness. This can be like, you know, the way you raise Lucas. Anything. Yeah, all right. Or it could just be a recent one. It doesn't have to be big. Just go, oh, yeah, I once thought this and now I think this or, you know, yeah, I was shown okay. otherwise. Well, if I was to just make it fitness related again, because most of the things in my life are fitness related. Definitely. 
I read a research study the other day that stated that no matter the orientation of your hips, so whether you're externally rotating the hips, internally rotating the hips, like whether you're in duck in a duck position or a pigeon toe position, yep. um, it's not going to change the muscle groups working or the benefits of a squat, oh. which I found really weird. Yeah, uh, and and to be fair, I haven't read any journal articles or anything like that that have disputed it there always is at least one that will disappear yeah. but the idea is that no matter how you're standing no matter the orientation of your hip the squat is going to be exactly the same benefits whether you stand with straight legs or externally rotated hips or internally rotated hips so that's not talking about foot position that's just to do with the, the hip well, position well the foot position is incidental to the hip so right, okay. if, if you are standing with externally rotated hips, yep. you'll end up, I don't know what the position would be called. Or like Charlie Chaplin, yeah, whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, with wide feet, with feet, feet facing outwards. Out. And internally, at the hip, would, would face them inwards like a pigeon toe. Pigeon toe, so, yeah. Yeah, I found that really strange because I was always told coming up through fitness industry that <laughs> your knees go over toes. Definitely. Uh, you know, do, you, do you recall the study? Like who did no, it? No, I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll yeah, find okay. it to you. I've got it at home. I've got a link at home. I'd love to have a read and then yeah, yeah. see what other, I guess, more specialists think of that. Because, yeah, I mean, right now my brain's just like, how? Yeah, how? same. Well, that's what, that's what I thought. They did have research to back it up. Um, I'll send right. it to you. I'll yeah, send okay. It to you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. And then uh, our final question. Um, are there any podcasts, books, YouTube influences or uh, favorite quotes that you'd like to impart onto us. So, uh, one of yeah. one or any or all of those. All right. So, someone that I've had a lot of contact with throughout my fitness career is a guy named Brad Shepard, and he oh, runs yeah. a course. You probably heard of it. everyone in the fitness industry knows this yeah. guy. Um, and he runs a course called Create PT Wealth. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah, and he has a book. And well, there we go. Yeah, yeah. You know all about it. It's um, yeah. Plug him. He, he's a legend, mate. He's an absolute legend. Um, we're, we're more mates now than business associates, but his book, when I read it, uh, really, really ticked a lot of boxes for me uh, from a business point of view. Yep. And yeah, he's he's an awesome dude, so I can't recommend him highly enough. Yeah. Uh, I think as far as quotes go, I'm actually going to sound real corny and tell you that one of my favorite quotes is my own quote. Okay. And the quote is, physical appearance is a byproduct of physical performance. Nice. Solely meaning that if you train to perform well, you will look better. Yep. Totally Too many agree. people train to look good rather than training to perform good. Yep. Um, so it's, it's a performance-based quote. Another, one, another quote that I like is better to ask for forgiveness than permission <laughs> um, <laughs> if you don't have time for fitness you better start making time for illness that's a good one I like, I like that, that. yeah um, yeah that's all that I can get right now that's okay that's my good it's limited to about three or four thoughts at once so <laughs> that's my three thoughts uh, any any particular influences you follow so on the gram anyone you'd like to that you think is like <laughs> quite good or inspirational yeah gymnastics bodies uh, which is the, the online program I do for gymnastics. Yep. Uh, they're great. They're great. They put out really good content on Instagram. Always put exercises up there that I look at and I say to myself, oh, okay, how am I going to do that? I, like something that you can thrive towards. Yeah. Uh, plus they put out mad programs online uh, that are really progressive and take a, a while to achieve rather than being a, a quick fix. So... They're really good. They're someone that I follow. I follow a guy called Dontario Hutton, and he insults people. He's my favorite Instagram. Oh, yeah, we were just talking about that earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, he's great. He just insults people. If you want a good laugh, it's not like swearing at people. It's like really creative and weird insults. Like he'll just go find people on the street, and if they mess with him, he just starts insulting them. Or he find pictures or videos of famous people, and he'll just start insulting them. It's great. It's great. He's, uh, <laughs> he's an absolute legend. I just, I, he's just a really good comic relief. I, I, like when I'm 
bored, I, I could easily go and just watch all these videos. Yeah. Uh, they're just, they're great, they're great. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably, that's probably all I can really think of at the moment. They're, they're my two favorite Instagrammers, so. Nice. Mm. All right, mate, and uh, just to wrap it up, um, let's plug yourself. Where can we find you and everything that you do? www.furtheryourfitness.com.au um, is the website. And that's where everything's at. You can literally get on there and get access online um, courses, or you can get access to me uh, via via email um, to find out more info about courses. So yeah, if it's something you want to do, get amongst it. And, um, yeah, that's all you got to do. www.furtheryourfitness.com.au. And the gram. Further your fitness. Nice. And Facebook. Further your fitness. Beautiful. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, guys, make sure you, you jump on uh, Jad's Instagram there because you'll see exactly what he does. Um, and it's just insane. So it's really good. And uh, what about the charity, mate? If anyone wants to get involved or they know someone that yeah. can benefit from it. If you know anybody that is suffering from an acute or chronic cancer, um, which is pretty broad, there are a lot of different types of cancer, but it can be literally any type of cancer or they are going through chemotherapy, or they have gone through it in the past, they are welcome to join the group that I run called the Cancer Conquerors. Now, the way that you can get in contact with me in regards to that, we're actually building a, a page right now for it that's gonna be on my website, but you can literally contact me via my website and express interest in that, via Facebook, express interest via that, or uh, via Instagram. Um, I do the occasional Insta post on it, um, and I get a lot of interest. Um, one in three people uh, nice. know somebody that, that have that have cancer or have gone through yeah, something yeah. like that. So it ends up being one of those things that's really prevalent. So you can you can get me you can get me via those those outlets. So yeah, hit me up if you know anybody that wants to do it. It's free training, totally free. Um, they'll get support, nutrition support, um, online programs to do outside of the sessions, and one a week session to do with a group. There you go, guys. So if you know anyone, uh, get in contact, help them out. Or if, if you yourself need help, uh, get in contact there. Go back, get the um, get Jared's details and get in contact with him. All right, mate. Thanks for being on the podcast. No problems. Welcome. It's that was awesome. Good. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you later.